What do you call when it comes to determining what is and what is not terrorism? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, short podcasts about national security, including terrorism. Let's say, for example, that there's a strange noise coming from your car. What do you do? Do you call a plumber or do you take it to a garage? I'm guessing you take it to a garage. Let's say as well that you've got this uh, constant chronic pain in your left knee. Do you call an electrician or do you go see a doctor? Again, I'm pretty sure most people would elect to see a doctor. What then should be done when it comes to determining what is the extent and nature of terrorism? Do you call a member of parliament if you're here in Canada? Or do you talk to somebody that actually worked in counterterrorism and knows what terrorism consists of? I'm hoping, albeit with a little less confidence in my answer than for the two previous cases, that you would opt for somebody who actually knows something about the topic. Alas, um, we here in Canada are going through a spate when it comes to counterterrorism and terrorism, in which members of parliament and people who frankly don't know a heck of a lot about terrorism are making up the rules as they go along. We need to end this. We need to uh, tackle white supremacy and start by, by naming the Proud Boys as a terrorist group. Case in point, Jagmeet Singh, now, he's the leader of the New Democratic Party, or NDP, which is, oh, Canada's perennial third party. Never going to form a government in this country, as far as I as far as far I can tell. Not that I'm anti-NDP, I'm not. But they've never come close to actually winning enough seats to form a governing party. Mr. Singh uh, has been talking a lot about terrorism lately. And most recently, in a CBC article, he says that, uh, let's quote here, there is a link between anti-maskers and far-right extremism. He goes on to say basically that uh, those who either dismiss COVID as a serious illness or who refuse to abide by public safety guidelines are in essence tied to the far-right, and which kind of puts them on the road to becoming terrorists, if you catch my drift. Mr. Singh, of course, was also the individual who was ramped up all hot to trot when it came to naming the Proud Boys as a terrorist group in Canada back in January. This, of course, being in the aftermath of the January 6th riot, uh, insurrection, brouhaha, to-do, uh, frat party gone wrong at the U.S. Capitol, in which five people died, none of whom, by the way, at the hands of so-called terrorists. Back, the, back that in a second. Mr. Singh was so adamant that the Proud Boys should be listed as a terrorist entity that he put forward a motion in Parliament, and the Canadian Parliament voted to name the Proud Boys a terrorist group. Now, this is in keeping with a, a mechanism through Public Safety Canada. They have, they have what's called a list of terrorist entities. I've talked about this a lot in the past and was part and parcel of the very first listings way back in 2002, post 9-11. To the best of my knowledge, Parliament has never voted on whether to call Group A or Group B or Group Z a terrorist entity. Not Al-Qaeda, not Islamic State, 
not Al-Shabaab, not Boko Haram, not even Amushu Rikyo, those wankers out in Japan in the mid-1990s. So what was it about the Proud Boys that warranted Parliament to waste our taxpayers' dollars debating whether or not to list them as a terrorist entity? In actual fact, it passed unanimously because no one had the, the cojones, the balls, to actually say, uh, I'm not sure we want to go down that road. And therefore, the Proud Boys was listed as a terrorist entity. And you may have read recently in the Canadian press, uh, the Proud Boys disbanded as a consequence because being named a terrorist entity has significant implications for your organization in terms of financing, in terms of membership, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So here we have a member of parliament essentially running the show when it comes to naming the Proud Boys a terrorist entity. For the record, as I've noted in the, in the recent past, CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, where I worked for 15 years as a counterterrorism strategic analyst, did not have intelligence supporting the fact that the Proud Boys qualified as a terrorist entity. And I happen to know what that qualification, what that evidence slash information slash intelligence consists of because I wrote the first Al-Qaeda listing back in 2002. Now, I was a slam dunk. I hate to use that term. George Tenet blew that force in the wake of, of uh, the war in Iraq. But it was obvious that Al-Qaeda was a terrorist organization. We had enough information. It turns out that the Canadian government, i.e. the Trudeau Liberals, put pressure on CSIS to agree to this. That's based on a source I believe to be of, of, of uh, a reliable source. So here we're left with, again, an MP who's kind of uh, calling the shots here. And may I remind you that uh, this MP uh, is the same MP who a couple years ago, <clears throat> in an interview also with the CBC, had a real hard time talking about Sikh terrorism. This was with regard to the Air India bombing in 1985, planned and carried out by two, at least two, Canadian Sikh extremists on the West Coast, in which 329 people died, the single largest act of terrorism, at least aviation terrorism, in history prior to 9-11. And Jagmeet Singh, who happens to be a Sikh Canadian, couldn't utter the words terrorism. He couldn't call it that. So here we have a guy who calls the Proud Boys and, and is, is, is so insistent that we move heaven and earth to call the Proud Boys a terrorist organization. And they haven't done a damn thing. They've done fuck all in Canada. They haven't launched any attacks. They haven't killed anybody. They haven't even, you know, harmed a flea in Canada, the best of my knowledge. Let's lame them a terrorist entity, but let's not call the people that killed 329 innocent Canadians and Indians. Let's not call them a terrorist group. Is, is, is it just me? Or is there something wrong here with Mr. Singh's methodology, with his way of looking at terrorism? By the way, a fascinating article just came out in today's National Post. We have a copy of it here. It was written by Aaron Weir, who is a former NDP member of parliament from Regina in Saskatchewan, so in central Canada. Title, I'm not making this up. Proud Boys are not terrorists. And he takes his leader and his party to task for going down the pathway to, to name the Proud Boys a terrorist. There's all kinds of freedom of speech issues, freedom of association. There's, this is not good. When you name something a terrorist organization that is not, you're trampling on all kinds of civil rights movements. Now, for the record, as I've said in the past, I don't like the Proud Boys. I think they're a bunch of loser wankers. Are they a terrorist group? No. And in this sense, I agree with Mr. Weir. 
but they certainly aren't a nice bunch of people that you want as your neighbors or that you want marching down the streets of Moose Jaw, also in Saskatchewan. But they're not a terrorist group. And I'm increasingly worried when I see that the CBC and other Canadian news outlets harp on uh, about the threat of far-right extremism, and, and they're talking in apocalyptic terms as if there's some kind of existential threat, despite the niggling counterfact that with the exception of an attack in a, a mosque in Quebec City in January of 2017 in which six people were killed by a right-wing extremist, these wankers haven't done much. And as an old friend of mine who used to work the far-right extremism problem it's at CSIS in the 1990s reminded me recently, here's a guy that recruited sources to infiltrate the Heritage Front. And he says to me, most of these guys couldn't make a cheese sandwich, let alone carry out or plan an act of terrorism. I use, I use the term, you know, couldn't organize a piss up in a bar. And yet we're left with this notion that somehow the far right is it when it comes to terrorism in Canada and the West. Despite the fact that there are actual attacks being carried out by Islamist extremists in France and the UK, there are arrests being made on a regular basis in the United States, trials being held for supporting ISIS, etc., etc. And despite the unfortunate and, you know, niggling counterfact that 99.9% of all terrorist attacks in the world in 2021 are still carried out by Islamist extremists. Yes, you heard that right. 99.9% of all terrorist attacks anywhere on, on our little blue dot, as the, as the Apollo astronauts called it, are carried out by jihadis, not by the far right. Bottom line, folks, is yes, the far right does pose a problem. Yes, there are individuals who are capable and maybe have the intent of planning an act of terrorism. Although I remind you again, the vast majority of people have neither the capability, nor the intent, nor the intestinal fortitude to actually do something. The vast majority of people who subscribe to a violent ideology, be it far right, jihadis, Jewish extremists, as we're seeing in Jerusalem these days, Buddhist extremists, which should be an oxymoron, are cowards. We used to call them couch jihadis when we investigated Islamist extremism in the 2000s at CSIS. They never got off the couch. They never posed a real threat. We investigated them for legitimate reasons under the CSIS Act, but most of them couldn't, as my friend said, couldn't make a cheese sandwich. So the lesson here is that when you read the headlines about what the terrorist threat is to Canada, please, please, please look at who's doing the writing. Look at who's making the suggestions. And if it's an MP who can't call the Air India attack an act of terrorism 35 years later, you might want to be careful about listening to his advice this time. Just saying. As an afterthought, You've probably noticed this is my first quick hits in a while. I've taken a bit of a break lately uh, dealing with, well, I'll be, you know, maybe this is TMI for some of you, but I've been dealing with a, a hyperactive thyroid for quite some time now, which has given me a bit of grief. It's not serious. It's more of a pain in the ass than anything else. And I just want to say thank you to the hundreds of you who have written to me wishing me well and offering to help in any way. It's very, very moving and very touching to know that I've struck a chord with some people and that they uh, only wish my uh, only wish the best for me. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. 
That's it for this quick hits. What do you think about the whole Proud Boys right-wing extremism problem in Canada? Has it been exaggerated? Has it been over-exaggerated? Let me know. You can reach me on email borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisapes. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like this content, go to my website, borealisthreatenedrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. You get a free daily digest, perspectives, Today in Terrorism, a series I've been running now for a couple of years, quick hits, longer podcast called Canadian Intelligence Day, as well as a link to my new book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada from Confederation of the Present. Self-published. You can get it through me. Go to the website. There's a form there. Love to hear your feedback. We'll talk again soon. And by the way, it feels great to be back. We'll see you. Stay safe.